This is Off the Shelf, episode 88. We're recording this on Tuesday, May 3rd, 2016. I'm Ryan Gallagher. Joining me tonight, Brian Sauer. Hey, Brian. Hey. 88. 88 episodes. Nice. 88 miles per hour. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Wow, you totally read my mind. So, a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, Actually, though, like I think we have more news that I want to talk about (laughs) than new releases, because... Uh, this week is a pretty light week as far as new release goes. Uh, in fact, I don't. I was looking at the list and like, you know, I don't think there's really anything on this list that I'm like super excited to talk about. I mean, there's the Criterion release, but apart from that, the rest of the stuff that came out this week, I either didn't get or don't really care about getting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. There might be a couple that I want there to talk are, about. There but, are. But I'm much more like you. I, there's so much news. Yes. Um, so a little bit of follow-up on our discussion of Filmstruck that we uh, discussed last week, the new streaming service from TCM and the Criterion Collection and a number of other uh, distributors will be involved with it. Last week, we talked, um, Ryan talked a little bit about the uh, confusion and kind of excitement surrounding a <laughs> a you know, potential criterion release of Mad Max, which was only, you know, a discussion point because it was mentioned in the press release kind of in the middle of a bunch of other criterion films. And so it was a little, it was phrased a little bit, uh, you know, it was confusing, I guess, to some people, including me. And uh, there was some back and forth between me and whoever was involved, whoever's running their, their Twitter account. And I was trying to make it like, explicitly clear what I was asking them and they gave me a pretty definitive no that like this isn't a criterion title um but (laughs) even still the way that they still even though they gave me like a definitive no period uh I was like then they like added an extra sentence after that that said something like uh Filmstruck handles all of the the distribution deals, which like kind of put a little bit of you know like a little bit of doubt in my mind as far as like what they were saying, because um, I, I I felt like they kept thinking that I was asking them if like Criterion's if if this is like part of Criterion streaming uh, package and they're they're like no it's not but I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it would I wish they would have just said. Like no, this isn't coming from Criterion, but um, they they didn't phrase it like that. And maybe you know, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. I mean, when this was first going around, and I saw that press release, I was like, oh well, they just mean you know, Mad Max is a part of whatever streaming package they have from all the different studios and whatnot. And then people started putting doubt in my mind on the Criterion forum, and I was like, oh maybe, hmm, I guess <laughs> I could I could believe that. And then it just started kind of snowballing in my head, like oh yeah, that would be awesome. Anyway, uh, all of this is to say, like, don't hope, don't expect a Criterion release of Mad Max. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can never say never when it comes to this kind of thing. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. They have been pretty active uh, on Twitter, especially with TCM Fest over the past week. Um, you know, being involved with, uh, at the festival and then kind of, you know, posting lots and lots over the past week on uh, their various social media profiles. Everyone should be following them uh, on Twitter, obviously, but also on Facebook and Tumblr. They're they're very active and uh, posting lots of cool stuff. They have mentioned they have been answering several questions from different listener or different uh, readers. I know that um, someone had asked them about whether or not they'd be available internationally or even just in Canada, and uh, it seems like it's going to be U.S. only at first. And you know, who knows how long it will take for them to, you know, roll out to different regions, if ever. So, seems very unlikely that they will be, at least right away. Um, I did want to do a little bit of follow-up about my copy of Over the Garden Wall that I had ordered. Yeah. Did you end up ordering a copy of it? I didn't do it yet. I was kind of waiting to hear what you thought of yours. Okay. So, um, I'm going to pull up. Oh, okay. So, um, uh, our friend at, uh, foreign exchange Blu-ray, uh, or foreign exchange Blu-ray imports, uh, down in, uh, Culver city. Uh, I, I, I don't know if we've mentioned him 
on this show before, but I know I've mentioned him on an episode of the newsstand when I talked about um, importing Blu-rays. And he and I had been tweeting back and forth uh, a little bit about uh, my ordering over the garden wall. And he directed me to a place online that was actually like a much better deal than what I ordered. Um, and as soon as he tweeted at me that link, I was like, it was, it was such a weird experience because I am usually so obsessive when it comes to ordering Blu-rays, like, and not spending any more than I absolutely have to. But, but when it came to ordering this over the garden wall Blu-ray from Australia, um, since I had never ordered anything from Australia before, I had almost no, uh, point of reference as far as like, what's a good deal? Where are the deal sites for Australian Blu-rays? And so I just ordered it from Madman, like the the company who's putting it out. I didn't even think like, maybe I should look and see if there are any good Australian deal sites. And sure enough, he like tweeted a link at me saying like, oh yeah, you could have saved, you know, some dollars uh, by ordering it from here. And it was like, you know, I think like $24, $25. Yeah, like the, shipped, from, which yeah, is shipped. Pretty, yeah. pretty great. Yeah, I saved that. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to order this week. That was nice of him. Yeah, definitely. He is a very nice guy. And uh, everyone should go support his store down on uh, Venice Boulevard in Culver City. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes where you can find his Twitter profile, which has his address on there. If anyone in L.A. is ever interested in buying, you know, foreign Blu-rays and you don't want to bother importing them, or if you just want to see what they look like in person before ordering them, uh, he's got a great shop down there. Um, I, I did actually just... A few hours ago, I went through my credit card statement and saw that um, after the conversion from like U.S. dollars to Australian dollars, uh, or or vice versa, uh, the the Blu-ray that I ordered directly from the company was much less expensive than I had originally thought. I was imagining that it was going to be like in the forty dollar range, but it was actually like much closer to thirty, like uh, right around thirty dollars. So I don't feel quite as bad. And, you know, I don't feel quite as bad about like not saving $5 on that. Yeah, that's all right. Um, but I, yeah, it hasn't arrived yet. And so I, I don't expect it to arrive, you know, quickly. Uh, I know it's coming from very far away ac- across the globe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how long, you know, it's going to take for it to get here. But um, we'll f- I'll, uh, I'll be sure to let everyone know as soon as it does. All right. So the big news of this week so last week the big news of the week was filmstruck this week the big news is shout select (laughs) so just yesterday our friends at shout factory unveiled a new line of uh blu-rays that they're going to be releasing a new kind of sub brand within their family of uh lines so they have you know shout factory they have the shout factory kids they have scream factory um, they have like timeless media, which is, I don't know if that's necessarily like technically part of shot factory, even though they all, they're all released by them. If that's like a sub line within their family, but I kind of assume that it is. Um, now they have this new, uh, line called shout select. They've, lo- they've announced uh, a handful of titles in yesterday's press release, including the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. Brian, we were just talking, well, just, maybe like a year or so ago, we, we were talking about, you know, when uh, Arrow released their version of, of Buckaroo Banzai, we were like, huh, I wonder who might release it here in the States. Yep. And uh, and here it is from Shout Factory. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, that's, you know, what we, were, what we predicted and what I was yeah. kind of hoping for. Yep, definitely. I mean, it could, I guess it was kind of like up in the air where we, you know, was it going to be from uh, Twilight Time? Was it going to be from Kino? Was it going to be from Shot Factory? Maybe Criterion? Yeah, but, well, uh, there's that. So, yeah. Now, uh, this is an interesting move from Shot Factory. Uh, they're, they've, you know, they've been releasing films of this caliber. I mean, they, they've kind of they want this to be, you know, like a collection of hand-picked films from the, you know, the people at Shout Factory. Um, they say that this is the Shout Select is going to shine a light on films that deserve a spot on your shelf. Um, I don't know how that's different from what they already do, <laughs> because of like their their, uh, you know, the the films announced in this collection or you know of in this line, um, 
they seem like films that Shout Factory would release on Blu-ray anyway. And so I'm, I'm a little unsure as to like how this line will be differentiated um, between what they already do and what they're going to do with this one. Now, I know that physically these are going to have spine numbers, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Although that is kind of dangerous because <laughs> now people are going to have to like, you know, get everything if they want to be complete. Yeah, I, I think it probably is just an effort to differentiate their non-horror titles, you know, make them stand out a little bit more because yeah, I know that... Yeah, that makes sense. You know, sort of, it would be almost like the cult selects, you know, like cult movies, you know, kind of. But, I mean, I guess the first three don't all qualify. I don't know. It just seems like something they're trying to do to give more attention. To, like, Scream is doing okay, but we need to give these other titles that aren't horror more attention. Yeah. I mean, I guess the Kino Lorber Studio Classics is kind of, I mean, when you think of them, like you can kind of, now that we've seen so many different releases from them, you can kind of say like, what types of movies do they release in this line? Um, you know, like what's different about Studio Classics than just like Kino Classics or Kino Lorber proper kind of, like you, you kind of know what you're looking at. If you're like a, you know, an obsessive home media nerd like us, like we can think like, oh yeah, well there are these types of movies, even though it is kind of a broad um, or, you know, like a, a varied selection of movies, you know, from different eras of film, you can, you could say like, you know, it's going to be this type of movie. Or if you were handed like a movie that you then asked like, which, which line should this belong in? I think you could probably figure it out. So I, I I'm very curious to see what they do with this one. Um, I definitely wasn't expecting them to, you know, come up with a new line like this, but it's interesting. Yeah, especially for a title that they'd already announced in in Midnight Run, which is now a Shout Select title. It wasn't. It was just going to be a regular, quote unquote, regular release before. Yeah, and uh, Elvis too. Like Elvis, they John Carpenter, yeah. They did on DVD a few years back, and then I feel like they had announced a, this Blu-ray already, but I I might be getting my 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 wires crossed with that one. Um, but these are going to be available on uh, in August. They they don't have like a firm. Oh, August sixteenth. So you know, I I put money down that a lot of these will be available at their booth at Comic Con, ah. uh, assuming that they're you know ready by then. But I would have to imagine that they will be ready by then. They're usually like a month ahead of uh, as far as like production stuff goes, and they almost always have early things at the Comic Con booth. So I will <laughs> I will definitely be heading straight for their booth to take pictures of this stuff as soon as I get to San Diego. Yeah, I should note just real quickly, when I posted on Instagram that this was coming out, the Buckaroo Banzai, I got a comment from somebody who works on their special features, uh -huh. and he says, I've been doing months of interviews for this release, it's going to be a good one. That's great. It's, I mean, that's yeah. cool that they're doing, you know, um, extra features because that's going to help differentiate it from that Arrow release. Yeah, I mean, I know that the MGM disc, that special edition that had come out, had a bunch of stuff, which I'm assuming they'll get some of that, but they're obviously doing new interviews as well so that's neat so yeah so they're doing Buckaroo Banzai, John Carpenter's Elvis and then Midnight Run they're also going to be doing Roadhouse and uh, Bill and Ted's uh, a double feature of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey yes it's that is uh, that is very exciting I mean I don't has has Bogus Journey or Excellent Adventure have they are they on Blu-ray already Excellent Adventure is Bogus Journey is not okay well there you go that's uh, that's reason enough for me uh, I mean do you, uh, we should go on a bogus journey sidetrack. That movie is awesome. I mean, that, oh. that movie is almost better than the original, right? I, I favor it to the original right now, but you know, I mean, the original is a classic, but I just, I feel like it's one that people don't come back to enough. And, yeah. but I know people like you and me who have and, and are aware of its greatness, uh, but there needs to be more of that. Yeah. That's one that I will definitely get and watch, uh, right away. Cause I haven't seen that movie in years. But even just talking about it right now with you uh, makes me want to go look and see if I can find a copy floating around out there. Yeah, I bought it on Voodoo in 1080 because I just had to have it that way. But I'm glad this Blu-ray is coming out. Yeah. I mean, that's such a great movie. Um, Excellent Adventure is a good movie for kids. I mean, there are a lot of great time travel movies for kids uh, that help kind of help young minds kind of wrap their heads around time travel and paradoxes and you know what can go wrong when you time travel and um 
and, mm-hmm. and excellent adventure is a good one for that for kids but bogus journey kind of takes it to a whole nother level absolutely and it's got you know <laughs> higher end film references yeah totally i mean this is how you know probably a, a whole generation of kids you know first learned about you know or at least like they <laughs> when they saw this movie they probably didn't get the reference for death and yeah. then later on and i'm talking for myself here would go and say like oh hey ingmar bergman's the seventh seal what do you know <laughs> that's what this whole that's what bogus journey was referencing yeah it's great and there's so many quotable lines in it uh, yes. i love it yeah so yeah that is definitely a highlight uh, of this announcement for me but yeah it's very exciting buckaroo bonsai i mean i probably will pick up i mean <clears throat> i'm already kind of torn about the whole spine number thing because i don't really care that much about getting midnight run and elvis because I, I what I, I, not midnight run <laughs> no not really <laughs> <laughs> oh my okay we won't get into this elvis i get but midnight run to me is one of the great comedies but that's fine that's all good all I right feel well you. i feel you maybe yeah maybe i will maybe I'll. but but i hear what you're saying like I, the spine number thing does make me a little crazy because it really is presuming that we're going to get or want to get everything from this hand-picked selection as it were and i yeah. i don't know i mean i'm i feel much happier that um like twilight time could have gone the route of spine mm. numbers and they didn't and i'm kind of glad they didn't me too um, but which is to say like i i love collecting those twilight time discs but i'm kind of glad that they're not spine number just because this with with spine numbers comes like an insanity i think i mean i was gonna say great responsibility <laughs> which is well, also true <laughs> it comes with both of those things it's a great responsibility to either keep them in order or have oh. have a uh you know a system in place if you're not going to keep them in order um but when you don't have them in when you don't have spine numbers then it's very easy to just put them in alphabetical order or categorize them by genre or you know whatever you want to do but with spine numbers it's like well you're either it's like either spine numbers or no spine numbers or you know you're either organizing them by spine number or not and if you don't then you you know everything looks weird <laughs> it's true yeah um so <laughs> uh we'll see how this how this shakes out but uh I'm glad that they're doing well enough to kind of, um, you know, feel like they, they can launch a whole new line like this. Uh, they have a Facebook page set up for it, which everyone can go check out. And they've been pretty good as far as, um, you know, commenting and, and sharing, you know, as much information as they can uh, with everyone who has questions about this new line. Are there any titles that have been kind of like notoriously not released on blu-ray that you would like to see join this shout select uh collection i'd have to think about that i know that there are um but i'm trying to think what would fit into the like bogus journey is great i mean that's definitely one um are there any i guess like arrow or masters of cinema titles that have been kind of like that haven't got a region one released yet because you know or you know suspiciously maybe and that like you know maybe they're holding on to do you think well I, uh, Remo Williams comes right to mind because uh, only Kino put out a DVD of that and obviously Arrow has a Blu-ray overseas oh was that part of like the, the Kino studio classics like where they've been you know where some of those are like the Twilight Time Blu-rays that they um, that you know Kino got the DVD rights to yeah that's true that's interesting I guess Twilight Time could put it out now that we're talking because I'm. You're right. All the other DVDs pretty much are counterparts to Twilight Time releases. So anyway, I mean that's not to say that uh, I don't. I mean I, I don't you know have any information on that. I was just thinking no, no, like no. that's interesting. It's an interesting coincidence though. But yeah, I mean this Remo Williams would fit. I think in with Shout what Shout's doing here. Definitely, yeah. So that's a possible. And that's definitely one I'd love to get. Um, the Burbs I know just got announced for a regular Blu-ray but from shot factory well no no no. just it's a universal oh, okay best buy exclusive or something uh-huh. but i think it's bare bones in the states i mean um i'd love to see a nice special edition of that one over here but that's universal so who knows these are all mgm titles i think well, with the exception of oh midnight runs actually universal never mind so yeah i don't know do you have any others do you uh not off the top of my head i mean i'll browse around as we talk um I mean, okay, so while we while we think on that a little bit, what do you think about just dividing up a label into sub-labels? Like, 
do you i'm trying I'm, like i'm i'm thinking of arrow for example like we just uh i i you know they have arrow video which is like their regular arrow video line they have arrow academy they have um now they have second run they have this nordic noir i guess like the arrow academy versus arrow video um distinction like do you does it mean anything to you when when something is arrow academy versus arrow video hmm i mean it seems like they're doing a little bit more deluxe treatment on their genre stuff so when you hear academy you know that it probably have special features but not necessarily crazy you know yeah like the academy though is kind of like their almost like their criterion or masters of cinema line and then everything else kind of falls in the arrow video uh one and it's weird that they don't have like i mean i guess it would be weirder if they did start a new line and have like a a genre version or a genre label within their stuff because that would just be kind of crazy but i wonder if um you know how from like a regular consumer point of view you know having something like arrow academy just out there as like a a brand um if that means anything to just you know everyday people buying movies online yeah that's a good question i don't i wonder um are there any um like any of the vincent price movies that oh what about okay uh i'm gonna say this title and i haven't even thought about it for more than two seconds uh what about big trouble in little china is that been released by anyone um in the st- i mean it's it's got a regular blu-ray a regu- but just a regular blu-ray though not like yeah a- well, I mean, I think it's got some of the special features ported over from the two-disc DVD. This is just straight from Fox. Uh-huh. But only Arrow has done a special edition overseas. So, yeah, I mean, that seems like something they would totally do and could do. Let's um, see, when did that come out? 2009? And then they did, like, Comic-Con versions of it. I'm just starting to think of, like, genre stuff that um, would work in this, in this line. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here that might, might, might be fun? They have so many movies. I mean, like Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Know? That's a when good I think one. of Big Trouble, I think of Flash Gordon. You know. Then, <laughs> I mean, I guess we could talk about it later. But today, there's th- that uh, Flash Gordon and Ted <laughs> collection that that was released. That's in- interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting in that, like, I, you know, I guess it's funny. I guess in an in an ironic way. Yeah. But uh, I don't know who's <laughs> who's going out to buy that. Um, Bound the Wachowski film has that had a uh, US release I oh it didn't did it recently have a, oh wait let's see 2012 so. uh, on Blu-ray from Olive Films oh wow Some, I totally forgot about that okay uh, sorry listeners for us uh, doing this on the fly here but uh, here we are <laughs> uh, there's there's one that uh, this is gonna people are gonna groan when I say this but like Mac and Me is one that's an, <laughs> an MGM title. This oh, is I just something totally, that I would buy that. In a you know, it's like right in the warehouse of gar- Garbage Pill Kids, which they which yes. they already put out. Yes. So I I I don't maybe Mac and Me. Um, but there's there's more MGM stuff that I'm not um. I'm not thinking of because so much of it has been taken up by other labels. So I can't remember what's out and what's not, but what about uh this has a Blu-ray already, but this is is this out of print? Uh Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Well they just announced that. Did the, who did? Shout. Oh they did? <laughs> Are you talking about the seventy eight? Yeah, uh, yeah, the seventy eight version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they okay. that just literally got announced this week. So that's like one um Why that could have been right in the Oh, here we go. Oh yeah, you're right. April twenty second. Let's see. Let's go to the last page. I'm on the Blu-ray.com forum. Um, yeah, I wonder now if like any of the stuff that. Um, wait a second here. Do you have a link to wh- where when this was announced? Uh, the invasion was announced. I want to say two days ago. No, it was all. I think it was all yesterday. 
They announced a lot oh, of stuff. Oh, you're right. Okay, so Blu-ray.com. Oh, yeah, so it's going to be a part of Scream Factory. Okay. Yeah. We should probably stop talking about this because we're just going to like <laughs> we're going to look like idiots uh, <laughs> talking about this stuff like this. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So hey, Scream Factory is releasing uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Yeah, that's really that's going to be cool. You know, I know there's a sort of a special edition DVD out there, but I'm sure that they'll get some new stuff and uh, you know maybe a new Goldblum interview. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I have the the Arrow Blu-ray release that I got a, a couple years ago now. Do I have that one? I forget if I have that one. I, I meant to get it. I don't know if I did. It's a good one. Yeah. Um. Let's see. All right. So uh, let's talk about some other news now that we're uh, past the shout. So shout selects or shout select. Uh, very interesting move on their part, and uh, I can't wait to see what else gets announced. I have to imagine that at the Comic Con panel, they will probably announce, you know, some if not a lot of titles for this uh, series. Yes, that's going to be cool. Yep. Um. All right. So, uh, tell me about some other news that was announced this week. Um. Well, just to finish out the Shout Scream Factory, they announced uh, Session Nine, um, which is a uh, sort of I guess a little bit underrated maybe um, semi-recent horror movie that a lot of people seem to like I like it it's never been on blu-ray so that's cool we're gonna get a special edition from them um, do you want to talk about the criterion announcement at all or the criterion tease uh, yeah I yeah. mean it's such a such an announcement tease though I mean it's pretty <laughs> clear right I mean well uh, what what are you referring to I'm referring to the wacky drawing in the oh, latest okay. newsletter. Okay, yeah. So there's the 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 cat people drawing. Now, um, some people. So there's the drawing of like the couples with you know several cats around them, and um, a lot of people. You know, I mean, it seems most obvious that it's going to be cat people. Uh, Criterion released it on Laserdisc ages ago. It's kind of been rumored. Um, this is the uh, the Val Luton version, not the. Um, not the other one that Scream Factory released. Yeah. Um, some people are in the uh, camp of thinking that it's going to be, you know, there was that um, Warner Brothers DVD box set that's out of print now that included Cat People and several other Val Luton produced films. And um, I'm going to pull that up here, which had the other titles in it. But some people seem to think that you know, maybe Criterion's working on a box set of all of these films because, you know, if you read this drawing in the right way, uh, you could kind of, you can pick out clues for, for all that stuff. Yeah. Like, they were talking about like the seventh victim is in there <laughs> the somehow. Seventh, well, like I think the, um, there's six figures, I think, <laughs> and uh, they're awaiting their seventh victim is how someone <laughs> phrased it. And somebody said he's a leopard man. Yeah, he's a leopard man. <laughs> um, this is, these are all reaching as far as I'm concerned. I'd love there to be a box set, and there may, may be a box set, but I feel like this picture is only hinting at cat people personally. I think so, too. And uh, I, think some, I think with a lot of drawings and clues and rumors people like love to jump to the conclusion that it's going to be a box set of lots of things. This happens all the time. I mean, this happened just earlier today when Criterion was revealed to be working on, not revealed, like this was already known, but they're going to be, they're working on, um, black girl. Uh, and they, you know, I think in what, in a talk recently, Peter Becker talked, said, talked about having acquired like seven of the films from the director and so, um, you know, the Criterion Forum has kind of already jumped to the conclusion that it's going to be a box set of all of his films huh. instead of just like what is most likely going to happen is just the individual release of Black Girl and then also, you know, maybe another film as a kind of as a supplement on that release um, that might not be as well known as Black Girl is. But yeah, this Val Luton horror collection box set included films like Cat People, The Curse of the Cat People, I Walked with a Zombie, The Body Snatcher, Isle of the Dead. Bedlam, Leopard Man, Ghost Ship, Seventh Victim, Shadows in the Dark. This is a huge set. This is nine it's, films. It's great. This, I mean, I have it right behind me. It's, it's yeah. a great set. It's out of print now, and it's going for, you know, good money, I guess, uh, even though you're getting nine films. So it's, you know, it's not outrageously priced online right now. I think you could get it. You can get a like new copy of it for 60 bucks on Amazon, which, you know, for nine movies, that's a good deal. 
but anyway, that would be cool. I mean, that's obviously DVD, and so it's and probably not uh, as restored as what we might get from a Criterion release. So, um, fingers crossed on that one. I wondered if they if they'd ever port over the old um, Laserdisc commentary. I think so. I mean, they've done that before with recent releases. You know, with yeah. um, Fisher King, or uh, I don't know what they're planning on doing with like the the. Um, yeah, there have been even there have been other uh, commentaries come come from. I think even G- the Graduate didn't that one have a the commentary from the, the CAV version. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, the game had Fincher's commentary on it. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because like those are the more prof- sort of quote unquote professional sounding ones. But they did have some commentaries on the early discs, like Cat People, that don't. I don't want to criticize, but it's like they don't sound as good as the commentaries do now. They they seem oh, yeah. a little bit more DIY. So I'm wondering if there might be something about that that might have them preclude including it. I mean, it's a good commentary. It just it sounds echoey and different than. Oh yeah. But anyway, that's. that's I think those were, those were early days of, of yeah. supplements and still trying to figure things out and not necessarily having like, you know, an established, uh, you know, process for doing all that stuff. I think that's exactly what it was. I, I hope it's included. It's a good track. It's just it just sounds different than their other stuff. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple of other pieces of news. Um, I just wanted to mention this because it just was um, released today, and I posted about it on our site. But there's a new trailer for the Artificial Eye um, retrospective on Tarkovsky, where they you know the the Blu-rays have been available for pre-order for a while now. Um, Andre Rublev has been delayed, um, although like uh, Artificial Eye hasn't really said when that's going to get an official release yet. But um, just today they put out a trailer, kind of highlighting all the different films that have been restored and are going to get released theatrically and on home video. And uh, it looks really neat. It's very exciting, and um, I hope that the I've I've pre-ordered a few of these Blu-rays, including you know. Um, what did I pre-order? Stalker. I think I pre-ordered Andre Rublev and maybe one other one, but um, I guess we'll have to wait and see what the quality looks like on those. I mean, if they're good, people people are kind of hoping that maybe Artificial Eye will um, release these as a box set, even though there has been no. I don't think there has been any confirmation that a box set will happen. People just assume that it will happen. I think. Uh-huh. So we'll see. Um, but yeah. Oh, oh, everyone is waiting with bated breath on as far as like Andre Rublev on Blu-ray and whether or not that will look, um, g- uh, you know, better than what has been already put out there. So we'll see. Um, what else was uh, announced this week? Um, Kino announced a few things. Um, one of my favorite Walter Matthau '70s movies, The Laughing Policeman which is one of the sort of darker, grittier movies he did, sort of a cop movie with him and Bruce Dern. Um, that's coming. And then 100 Wife Rifles with um, uh, our good friend Raquel Welch and a movie called Wolf Lake, which I've never heard of, um, but looks interesting. Um, and then Warner Archive kind of teased, I guess in the program for TCM Film Festival, mm-hmm there was like an ad for um, some Blu-rays, some Warner Archive and TCM shop Blu-rays, and they announced basically through that that they Warner Archive is going to be putting out Love Me or Leave Me um, later this year, and then um, TCM is putting out She Wore a Yellow Ribbon, or Warner's is putting out She Wore a Yellow Ribbon, and that'll I think those are both available to pre-order now at the TCM shop if the if I read the ad correctly. So those were that was kind of news in a in a different way. And apparently there was a nice restored print of she wore a rel- yellow ribbon that played the festival too. So, so Well, I'm on the TCM website right now, the TCM shop, and uh, she wore a yellow ribbon is only available on DVD and it huh. doesn't look like this is the new one. This is the 2007 DVD release of it. So maybe not yet, but that is very exciting. Yeah. I wonder if that will be one of those situations like they've had in the past and and kind of recently too, where there will be like a TCM exclusive Blu-ray and then, you know, it will be available for a few months and then go out of print. And then someone like Criterion might, might pick it up and and have a, you know, a real full fledged better release. Mm, Could be. It's definitely happened with a bunch of those already. Yeah. Um, Sorry. 
No, go ahead. Warner Home Video also announced a couple um, other John Wayne movies. They announced McHugh, which is a British cop thing that he did. Or wait, I get him confused. Ban- is Brannigan? Br- mm, I can't remember. Edgar Wright used to say something about you could tell where somebody was from if they were if they favored McHugh or Brannigan because one was based in London and one was based in the US or something. I can't remember which. And it was played more, one was played more in another country than another. So it's one of those. It's a cop movie with him. And then this Western he did called Chisholm is also coming. Yeah, I'm looking at the, they they did shoot stuff in Seattle for McHugh and uh, I don't know what the, anyway. Um, Very cool. I'd love to see this. That's good. Um, all have announced their July titles today. If people didn't see that, what is uh, anything very exciting? Okay, so let's pull up here. So they're going to be doing um, gang related, and let's see the ratings game, Hoodlum, The Outsider. Which of these are you excited about? Um, the Outsider is one that I've only heard about. It's not really widely available. It's got Craig Wasson in it from. Um, you know body double and um oh, what's the other movies in i'm blanking anyway people know him um and it's also got sterling hayden in it and i don't know it's just supposed to be an interesting drama that's kind of a sleeper from the early 80s if i recall so that's what i'm excited about and then um i don't know the ratings game i don't think i ever saw it it's like some kind of tv uh satire with danny devito and rhea perlman um so that I don't know that looks interesting but yeah this this other stuff is I don't I know I feel like I don't know if they're like slowing down a little bit mm. <laughs> with their MGM catalog stuff because like gang related and hoodlum I I think I've seen them I don't remember being wholly impressed of these uh, I think like it seems like hoodlum is probably the most well-known that I yes can recognize yeah uh, I mean I, I remember gang related coming out and Gun the Man Down sounds really familiar underneath the Arizona Skies sounds also really familiar like maybe I've seen those before but um, you know I'm a big fan of Bill Duke I like uh, me too I like his work I would love to <laughs> I, I don't really think of him when I think of you know directors though or at least I don't think of him as a director um, and I would love to see like footage of him directing because he's just so like uh, he seems such, like a, such a serious guy that I would be it'd be very it'd be interesting to see him directing. I totally agree. Yeah, I I love his movie Deep Cover. That's one that hasn't. I don't think that's gotten a Blu-ray. I'll have to look that up now. But that's that's another Bill Duke movie that should be on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Any other things? Uh. So that's the the lineup for all of, for July. Um. Scorpion has announced some stuff that's uh. Yeah, they had... Sorry. This is going to be not... This is not being released through Screen Archive? Yeah, I guess they had some issue with either the latest round. I know that those haven't shipped yet, though, so I don't know. But maybe they mean the round before this one. Um, Sales were low, I guess. Due to to poor sales, they announced on their uh, Facebook that they will be selling Truck Stop Women and Cheerleaders Wild Weekend through diabolic dvd i think to start and then after that on code red's red cart uh big cartel site so those aren't going to go to screen archives at all and i don't know if that means scorpion's done with screen archives but it might mean that um they announced another movie today an old disaster movie called city on fire um which i like a lot um and uh they didn't say if that will be I don't know if that'll be a Kino collaboration or, or what. So I don't know. I guess we'll see where, where this goes as far as them using screen archives anymore. Yeah. That would be too bad if they do. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that they, I mean, it seems like screen archives is kind of a, it helps make things a little bit more, um, you know, not professional, but you know, maybe <laughs> like, like oh I'm dealing with a real company and I'm not just ordering off the off of someone's you know uh, 
their code red you know like their uh whatever like whatever website they have the like big cartel big cartel is what i th- yeah that's what i was thinking of like oh well, yeah and as, and screen archives isn't going to go down for maintenance you know at the drop of a hat yeah because you know you've sold out of whatever they have however many they have and 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 they'll let you know what the quantity is and so it, yeah it just seems a little bit more professional i guess you know like you said so i don't know it's too bad um but you know, Diabolic is a is a pretty legit um, site. Yeah. So I know that they. I, th- I seem to recall they had a little trouble the last time Scorpion did an exclusive with them. I think they released like three or four titles at once, and I remember ordering all of them and and, and ending up having to wait a while because I think they got slammed. So I don't know. We'll see how these. I'm sure these titles will be popular. They're culty titles, so hopefully Diabolic can handle it. We'll see. The folks at uh, Cinema Guild earlier today finally announced a release date for the Pedro Costa film uh, Horse Money, which is coming out on Blu-ray on May 31st. This is one that people have been waiting for. This is one that um, that second run just released in the UK on Blu-ray, and now uh, it'll be available here in the States. Cool. Um, were there any other uh, announcements that you want to talk about? Um. I kind of mentioned it, but I think Universal kind of announced the Burbs, the Great Outdoors, the Dream Team, and the Money Pit, and I think they're supposed to be Best Buy exclusives to start, and I forget what the date is, but um, I don't think those films were previously available on Blu-ray in the U.S. But And then 88 Films announced some stuff um, too, but we don't have to talk about that. Uh, the Blu-ray for Green Room, that new film with Patrick Stewart, is going to be available on July 12th. And um, this, they just announced, uh, Kino just announced that they're going to be releasing um, Rawhide, the 1951 film, and uh, The Mark of Zorro, the 1940 film, uh, on Blu-ray. These are going to be coming out in August. I don't, have they already announced these and these are just being detailed? Are they supposed to be being detailed? They might just be being detailed, but I'm not sure about Ride. I think, I don't know. Uh, I'm excited to pick up The Mark of Zorro, though. I would love to go back and rewatch those old Zorro films. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I think that's about it as far as news goes. Sure. Uh, I... I guess we can just save stuff uh, for next week if we come across anything else. Yeah. All right. So the new releases for the week, as I mentioned earlier, the Criterion release this week is the uh, standalone version of Easy Rider. This was once available as a part of the BBS box set from 2010. It was, I think, when Criterion released that. And so six years later now, you can finally own a Criterion edition of that of Easy Rider by itself, which I have to imagine has been probably one of the most requested uh, individual releases from that set. I mean, you know, this is one, probably one of the most well-known films of that collection and one that I think, you know, will end up on a lot of Father's Day lists or, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, you know, birthdays or Christmas lists and stuff. And so, you know, everyone who was kind of, maybe maybe looking at that bbs set and thinking that it was a little too steep or you know things that you know oh my dad won't want won't want to watch all those movies but maybe he will want easy rider uh, on blu-ray now they have this option which i have to imagine will be a great seller for criterion i mean this is a movie that they could you know in theory get these blu-rays out to you know um the big retailers like best buy target walmart and it will certainly sell and you know it, it might not you know those stores might not have um you know rabid criterion collectors kind of scouring the shelves for criterion releases there but maybe this will turn regular people into criterion collectors by having movies like this available in stores like that yeah and i totally hadn't thought about the impact of this release and how it kind of is it's not like the first time for it because we know it's been in that box set but like you say that's to a lot of people a, they might not even have known it was in there because yeah. if you look at that box, you'd have to read the back to to know. Um, so, as far as a lot of people know, this movie's not really been available in a nice Blu-ray yet. So it's kind of a really big deal. I I totally hadn't thought about that. And and like you say, it could be a crossover thing for sure. So people who are like, <clears throat> you know, maybe already own that BBS box set. Obviously, you don't need to go buy this one. Um, but I don't think I think that it's smart on Criterion's part to break up these box sets and make them available for everyone. 
Um, I guess a couple of other titles that I'm interested in checking out from this week's new releases that I still haven't. Uh, the the film The Club. Uh, this is a film by um, Pablo Lorraine. I think it played at uh, the Portland International Film Festival earlier this year, and I didn't get a chance to see it, but um, this is being released this week from Music Box, Music Box Films, and um, it's a story about four priests in a small seaside town and, um, you know, some bad things that happen. Um, I, uh, it sounds fascinating and it's gotten really great reviews. And so I, um, I would love to check it out. Uh, the other title I think this week that I haven't, uh, bought yet, but I really want to obviously is who's afraid of Virginia Woolf. Yes. This is the, the new Warner archive Blu-ray release. Uh, we've been talking about it ever since it was first announced. And um, did you get a chance to to watch it? I haven't. I was going to try and watch it tonight, actually. But um, it's a nice disc. I mean, it's got you know. I think we talked about some of the the um, extras on it, but it's got the Soderbergh, Mike Nichols commentary. It's also got a Haskell Wexler commentary. Um, it's got a couple other featurettes on it. So it's a. It's got some decent extras, especially for a Warner Archive release. Um, so people shouldn't be disappointed uh, that this isn't, you know, I know it's a very much like a Criterion type movie, but this Blu-ray is um, pretty great from the look of it. I'm sure the transfer will look good too. I'm going to check it out later. Yeah. Um, and then some other titles that came out this week um, from Kino, the film, uh, I guess the trilogy, Arabian Nights. The, is Miguel Gomez, is he the one who did uh, the new Arabian Nights? I think so. Okay. Um, I'll quickly look that up, but yeah, uh, oh yeah, Miguel Gomez. Um, this is now available on home video from uh, from Kino. I don't know if they put this up on Netflix right away, but um, it has been getting great reviews ever since Sundance or not Sundance, uh, Can. I think last year it was at Can, and uh, I know Josh at our site likes it, and uh, I will definitely check this out as soon as I can. Um, so what came out this week that you are excited about? Um, I watched um, a couple of the other kinos this weekend. I watched uh, Steel Justice with um, Martin Cove, who people remember as the sensei from Karate Kid. Um, it's one that I thought I remembered um, seeing on video years ago, and I probably did. But, I mean, it's, you know, it's a fairly standard, you know, revenge sort of you know, ex-Vietnam soldier um, can't quite make a go of it in society and ends up being put in a situation where he can use his soldier skills to get revenge on some bad guys um, and drive a tank and shoot rockets at them and stuff. So um, it's it's fun. You know, it's a fun 80s thing. Uh, I think it's interesting that it got a Blu-ray. I'm sure a lot of people didn't see that coming. Um, so there's that one, and then there's one called Assassination with Charles Bronson um, from late... I think it's also from... They're both from 87. And Assassination is him and Jill, Jill Ireland, his wife. Uh, it's actually the last movie that they made together. She died um, of cancer in 1990. Um, and um, so it's an interesting sort of... He's a... Um, Secret Service guy protecting the new administration's first lady, and that's his, you know, his wife, um, played by his wife, and and they are sort of at odds, but then they come around to each other eventually. So I don't know, but it's it's Bronson, you know, Bronson's. If you like that era, Bronson, and I I love him. Um, it's it's still a treat. Oh, and City Heat, um, Warner Brothers proper put out City Heat, the Burt Reynolds. Um, Clint Eastwood buddy period cop thing so there's that uh, have you seen let's see what is that new movie Joy is that uh, that's out the David week? O. Russell no yeah. I haven't I, I, I really want to see it although I'm, I've heard mostly mixed to bad things yeah. about it but I do like him a lot as a filmmaker so I at least am curious from that point of view to see it Oh, Airwolf. Oh, yeah, Airwolf. Um, I don't know how soon I will be buying that, although it is, <laughs> it is interesting. If yeah. it, I mean, hopefully, 
that's a title that I wish like maybe my library might get their hands on. Yeah, there you go. And I could just rent it from the library. And somebody somebody linked me to a deal at Deep Discount, which may or may not still be going. I think it was forty nine ninety nine as opposed to fifty nine ninety nine. Um, so fifty bucks, which isn't terrible considering how much you get. But yeah, I don't know that I want to drop that money right now. Last week we were talking about. Um, the Revenant, because The Revenant had come out on home video. Um, I forget. Did you had you seen The Revenant yet? I still haven't seen it. Okay, so no, I haven't. Seen it. I have it, but uh, I mean, I have the the code, the HD of it. I was watch- We watched it. I watched it again with. Uh, well, I showed it to Charmaine this past week, and uh, we decided to watch it with the subtitles on. I would totally recommend anyone who <laughs> watches that movie flip on the English for hearing or you know English subtitles for hearing impaired. Um, because there are so there's so much dialogue in that movie that you know when I first saw it I was like, yeah I kind of understand what they're saying, and then this time around I was like oh wow it's like a whole new experience uh, <laughs> actually knowing what they're talking about in this movie sometimes because you know uh, Tom Hardy's character has such a thick accent um, he has such an amazing accent I I am just like blown away every time I listen to him talk in that movie um, I mean it's not like an attractive accent or anything but man it is so good like he just really transforms his voice into a totally different character i mean you could still hear tom hardy in it um so it's not like you know a totally different person talking but his accent in that movie is just uh it's amazing to listen to like <laughs> the, the way that he kind of says some words it's just like man that sounds so good nice yeah he's one of the he's one of the best i hadn't even thought about how he could apply his himself to accent work. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I've also been watching... Try, so next week, we're going to record uh, the next episode of Criterion Cast Chronicles, where we talk about the March titles. We were going to do it tomorrow, and then I kind of asked everyone if they wanted to push it off a week and get, have a little bit more time to... Um, to watch all the movies and get kind of caught up. And so we're doing it next week. And so I've had the opportunity to like go through more supplements and I've been watching, um, I just rewatched Phoenix last night as well as like a number of the supplements on that release. And that movie is just so heartbreaking and beautiful. And the, the supplements are so good too. the, I know I talked a little bit about this last week, I think when it was released, but it might be one of my, it might end up on my top five of the year, I think. Wow. Um, I feel like this, like the whole month of of April, like all the titles that were released, are all kind of like, you know, non. I'm, I'm probably gonna repeat myself next week on the episode of Chronicles when I when we talk about this stuff, but uh, they all are kind of like, you know, gems waiting to be rediscovered later from people as they go. You know, maybe like at a at a sale during you know like July or November, people are like going back and and rediscovering some of the stuff from earlier in the year from Criterion and I feel like the titles in April are all are all great movies to own and but I feel like not enough people are talking about them you know as they are released probably just because of you know economic issues well thanks so much for joining me tonight everyone thanks for downloading the episode and we will see you next week <laughs>